big news about the phenomenal one. Why is he going to NXT? Yeah. Yes, AJ Styles is going to WWE NXT. Plus, Vinnie Mac, when are you going to pay your wrestlers back? Yes, there is news about Vince McMahon and his take on WWE contracts and how they're structured. It's a very, very critical and interesting story, especially moving forward for WWE with some big stars potentially not signing new deals with the company. All right, we'll get into that. Plus, plus we got news about Kevin Owens and his Ring of Honor past and some critical things that people were saying about WWE and how they didn't tip the old proverbial cap to Ring of Honor and what some people think could be their final show. We're getting into all of it, and you're getting on screen, and we're all getting mean, brother. It's a top story of the day. Hit the like button. Hit the shares. Ooh, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch So animated, bro. He's so animated. You know, that guy from TikTok that runs in place in the same time for like five minutes. And Kev's done for the night. I blew up. I blew up. Kev needs to work on his cardio. Blew up. I can tell you, I've been sitting in this chair for the last two years. I definitely need to work on my cardio. What's going on, everybody? I'm Kev Kalma, three headed Sybaris of wrestling fun and smartdom is with you. And I'm not seeing enough likes. I'm not seeing enough heart emojis. Smash them, smash them, smash them. Okay. You can just throw them out like candy. So give us the candy. Num, 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 num. And if you haven't done already, subscribe. We are very, very close to 24,000 subscribers on YouTube. I know a lot of you watch on Facebook. That's your preferred platform. But give us a little rub on the on the YouTubies. On the YouTubies. All right. We got a lot of content on there. Vince Russo with us every single Monday night after Raw. Bro. Dutch Mantel with us every SmackDown Bro. and Rampage. Oh, and over on Instagram, we have a new show that we're doing as well uh, with Diamond Dallas Page. So tons and tons of content. Let's Bro. get into it. People saying I don't have caffeine. Yes, I do have caffeine. That's how no, I was no, able no, to do no that. No caffeine for you. They, they said cut you off. Uh, yeah, uh, we got some diaries <clears throat> yelling. Watch out. If you're with us for the first time, get in there and let us know what you think. Yeah, a lot of news coming up here about uh, Kevin Owens commenting on why you didn't see WWE talent a part of the Ring of Honor final battle pay-per-view AEW talent that did have a Ring of Honor pass reflected on that. So for diehards, that's coming up. Um, but let's get into the story with AJ Styles. This is crazy. This came together online over the weekend. I do think Ring of Honor, uh, excuse me, NXT is a brand where you can do stuff like this, though. Uh, and it's interesting. AJ Styles being called in here for uh, for a bit of a hit here with NXT and Grayson Waller. What's the latest, Jose? Yeah, man. So AJ Styles heading over to NXT tonight over the weekend. Grayson Waller. Uh Put AJ Styles' name out of his mouth, uh, pretty much criticizing that, you know, just like Johnny Gargano, AJ Styles is hanging around WWE a little bit too long. And he put out a video through Instagram Live, you know, commenting about AJ Styles. And today, AJ Styles is going to be heading over to NXT to address what Grayson Waller said over the weekend on social media about one AJ Styles. So this should be interesting. I don't know what to expect tonight, but if Grayson Waller's been on a tear these last couple of weeks, and I could only imagine what we can get with uh with AJ Styles. What what's your what's your take on this, Jeremy? Yeah, apparently uh <clears throat> according to some uh according to uh some here that uh, it, it's a reasoning uh behind this and riddle is because of the low ratings. Uh I am uh 
I'm kind of excited to see uh, uh, some uh, somebody like AJ Styles step over because he he did not even go through NXT. He went straight to the main roster mm-hmm. when he made his debut several years ago. He's never even Rumble. done like a cameo on the show before, has he? No, no. no so this will be pretty cool to see. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if Riddle has a more pronounced role with MSK also going forward because according to this article, it almost sounds like that they are going to have Riddle possibly be in Orlando with MSK once they return to action. Uh, so it'll be a very interesting to see what they do going forward with some more established names. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I, you know, I, I don't, I find 2.0 overall to be very, uh, to be entertaining. And I think they're doing more right than they are doing wrong. I yeah. Just it's, it's very much a long play. I think on the yeah. show again is as, as <clears throat> NXT was when it started, there was a lot of people who were like, Hey, this is cool, but how is it going to work in the long run? And it yeah. developed and it got going. And I get that. I get that impression with NXT now where there, another thing worth noting, people say they talk about the ratings. This show costs a lot less to produce than raw or SmackDown. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and it caught, and it's, it's return. It's ROI. It's return on investment. Maybe much higher for what is for what uh, USA network's putting into it. Also, Tuesday, they kind of know there's a lot of other nights carved out, you know. Also, this week, you have those COVID rollover games with football. We were just talking about before we went on. So there's some NFL games are going to air tonight. I think they're going to get hammered by that. And I think they want to give that audience that's tuning in that half a million to, you know, 800,000, depending on what you're doing on a, you know, 72-day loop of the show. They want to give them something to watch. You know, they want to give them something interesting. And I'm surprised that a big name, a former world champion, is being called in here. I'm for it. I like the idea. It feels different. And it's also not just, oh, I'm coming over. I'm going to talk about what I'm doing on Raw. And it's me and Omos, which is the angle they were cutting last night. No, this is a completely separate angle. This is this is me, a Raw guy, going up against an NXT guy. I think that's intriguing. On paper, yeah. that makes me feel like I got to see this. I think some of the reasoning behind some of the sagging ratings is NXT 2.0 is trying to push too many stars that nobody knows <clears throat> all at once. You know, they, they really put a, a a force once they switch to 2.0 they really put a force behind the younger guys the newer guys and you started seeing them getting pushed to the forefront as well and i think a lot of people don't know who these guys are so i think it's probably part of the reason why they're not surging in the ratings i also uh, think it's kind of cool too when you have these main roster guys of high profile caliber yeah like an aj styles making their way down to NXT. It's almost in a way where, you know, the main roster guys are acknowledging what's going down in NXT and like, all right, well, I got to kind of get a little bit, a little piece of action of what's going down in NXT where before it wasn't like that. There was like, oh, NXT. It was like the, the redheaded stepchild. Now that they're in it 2.0, have a little bit more production value, a little bit more, you know, raw minus or, you know, kind of a SmackDown light. It's, you know, I think this is good. This is going to be good for them. And they could always use the rub from a high profile guy. Yeah, I'd love to see a lot more crossover, especially vice versa. Have some NXT guys absolutely come up to Raw and SmackDown. I mean, they yes. they they were on the right track when they included NXT on Survivor Series. Then they only did it for one year and completely forgot about it and just mm-hmm. cut them off again, <laughs> exactly. which was you know, with no with no real uh, reason behind it. So hopefully, this is the start of including them again as a third brand. And it's and if they you know, if they can get some stars from NXT onto Raw and SmackDown, that's going to help the Tuesday show in the long run. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm already being told, no, 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 no. AJ Appeal <laughs> when Raw invaded NXT in 2019. Oh, I'm just saying yeah. him by himself. You know what I'm talking about. But yeah. I get what you're saying, guys. Tony Frawley with a comment. Why? What I don't get is why is AJ going to 2.0 NXT for a feud when he just broke up with his tag partner almost on Raw just this week? They're officially going to have a match next week. Uh, and uh, that'll play into some other stories, but why this now? Because we have two big AJ stories in today's show that we'll kind of cover. I think I think he just got, he just wants to put this young gun Grayson Waller in his place, <laughs> be, being the veteran well, that he is, and that's also just to kind of also bolster some of those ratings. But AJ's I, a big name, dude. I think it's to answer the NFL because they knew the NFL was getting moved to Tuesday <laughs> ahead of time. Ah, there you they, go. That's they, a good answer. They knew they knew these games were going to be on Tuesday several days ago. So I think this was a move to try to to try to counteract that because mm-hmm. both of those games are going to be national broadcast games depending on where you're at in the country. Your Fox station is going to show one of those two games starting kickoff in about 20 minutes. So I think this was a direct answer to the NFL having those Tuesday games. While we're on the top of NXT, I love this one. Uh, and uh, this one's funny here by Christopher. No, it's not German grapefruit beer, Christopher. It's Saint Bernard's Christmas ale. Get it right. I got oh, sick yeah. of my seasonal beers. I uh, I did a bunch of seasonal beers. I, I was on a podcast. The link is up on my Twitter right now. If you guys like like seeing me say goofy things, <laughs> uh, I did an hour on a podcast called Plastered Cast, where yeah. I had to dr- progressively drink yeah, booze. Uh, and that episode I taped last week, I can tell you I felt it for a day or two. After. <laughs> uh, and I drink progressively more and more within an hour. Like it's a lot of beer in an hour. Uh, and then there's some concoctions that get thrown at me that I wasn't really prepared for. Tell some really funny, goofy stories as well. Uh, we do talk some wrestling in it uh, and some of the back end of what I do here at Sports Kita and my other stuff. So go check it out. The link is up on my Twitter at Kev Kellum. Uh, let's jump into story number two. What do we got, fellas? Uh, Fightful Select dropped a little story here earlier this morning uh, talking about uh, some interesting things, of course, with the WWE uh, cutting over 100 wrestlers in uh, in 2021. uh, There's been a lot of people bringing up the fact, uh, are there clauses getting put into the contracts that prevent the WWE from cutting them? And uh, Fightful Select spoke to several employees at the WWE offices and uh, they said that the subject of no-cut clauses was broached and several people of influence within the company were open to it, but eventually talent was told it's not negotiable or something WWE was willing to utilize in their deals at this point. Fightful had learned that Vince McMahon was adamantly against it, and uh, so basically it was brought up. It was well-known within the corporate structure of uh, the WWE, but ultimately, ultimately... the decision lied on Vince to allow them in contracts, and he said no. I think this makes sense. Um, this fits. It, this fits him. This fits what you know. What he's all about. He's all yeah. About if it fits, and, and I, I know, I know, everyone's rooting for the wrestlers to get the big payday in this, mm-hmm. right? And why don't they have the leverage and everything like that? I think wrestlers had so much leverage going into the pandemic. But now things have reversed another way where kind of like the house is sort of winning in this case. As much as people say, oh, they let all those wrestlers go. Yeah, it's because it was a wrestler's market in 2019. AEW came in with a bunch of money. A bunch of people got offered. But then the bottom of the market dropped out because you couldn't go and work house shows. You couldn't go and do all these other ancillary things that WWE was making money on. And then on top of it, they had to kind of take that money and put it into production and all these different things when they were super profitable. I know some people say you didn't have to let those wrestlers go. I I, I get it. I completely agree. Uh, but another part of this is you saw this in the 90s when, when WCW introduced no-cut clauses. 
you had a lot of guys in WCW that were collecting a lot of money. They were not doing a whole lot with it. You know, you read that book, uh, you know, the downfall of WCW, the Brian Alvarez, Artie Reynolds book. There's guys who were getting, you know, $700,000. Do that now with inflation. You know, you're talking a million plus a year. Wrestling maybe once or twice a year. And they weren't, they were not big stars. You know, they were like mid card guys. So um, I, I get where WWE is going to do it because you have all elite wrestling over there. They're not going to give you a no cut deal. You stay with us, you get your money, you leave. Or you know, you know, what I mean? then it is, it's it's not any it's not a strong negotiating position to be in a no to get to offer a no cut deal. I mean, what's what's Vince McMahon's uh, you know saying? There's nobody bigger than WWE. Yeah, they've been they've been and that way for a case. long. Yeah, the, you you're going to see the WWE. I heard some people say, "Oh, you have Roman Reigns on these house shows. He's doing all these live events. Why don't they call it the Roman Reigns tour?" Or I saw some fans say that they were in Rockford this past weekend. The show I did some uh, some publicity for. And uh, somebody said it to me. I was like, well, then you're paying, you know what I mean? Then, then it's, then it's obvious that it is the Roman Reigns show. Uh, so I get what you're saying. You know, I, I've, I've, I understand it completely. You know, uh, outside of WWE, the biggest brand in WWE is WrestleMania. You only get to be on WrestleMania if you're in WWE. I get the position. I'm not saying, oh, I support it, uh, but I get it, you know? Absolutely. I think, uh, I think this is just an interesting situation just because now that AEW is here and AEW can offer some good money to some wrestlers that are no longer with WWE, not necessarily offer them a no cut, but they don't have to work that rigorous schedule that WWE has. Um, so they may feel a little bit more uh, of a job security going to AEW as opposed to uh, signing with WWE. But I, I can't blame Vince McMahon for not wanting no cut clauses in, in, in his company. I, I don't blame him at all. Yeah, it, if you start doing that, you might you might see a, a dip in the quality of product, anyways, because people might start to care less because they feel too comfortable. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, it, 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 in the end, it really doesn't benefit Vince to offer it. What 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 benefit does Vince have in offering it to his wrestlers? You know, obviously, it, it's a bad thing that he's fired so many people this year. But when you look at negotiating a contract and and putting a <clears throat> putting aside the fact that he cut so many wrestlers, just just talking about negotiating a contract, what benefit does the WWE have at offering this? I'll t- I'll give you I'll give you the answer to that, Jeremy. Did, didn't you listen to Vince McMahon last night? He loves firing people, especially right in the holidays, because it gives him a nice warm feeling in his belly, like he just finished eating a gourmet meal. That's why. That's the motivation. <laughs> he's still Mr. McMahon. <laughs> he's still he's still playing the character. Yeah, a uh, little bit more grizzled, but still playing the character here. Uh, let, let's continue moving on. Story number three. Uh, we have a lot of people asking questions. Can we take some questions, guys? I know yeah, let's we, go we, ahead and jump into some some of these comments. I know, absolutely. yeah, because we might we're not we might not be doing a freestyle Friday this week with the holidays. So so I I don't I don't know if we're gonna go full blow into it, but we're gonna try and get some of these freestyle weekend. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but we'll we'll get some. If you guys have questions and you already put them in the chat, don't worry, we'll try and get to them here. Let's jump into uh, story number three. Story number three. Kevin, Kevin Owens, Owens, man. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Owens is uh, in the news today. There's been a lot of uh, uproar uh, in the internet wrestling community about WWE not sending in videos uh, to Ring of Honor's final battle show. And Kevin Owens recently had an interview with Leon Tepadalu, uh podcast with uh, Pat Laprade, who's the French-Canadian um, uh, WWE announcer. You said that very well. You said that very uh, well, Jose. You are. Hey, that's you what are, happens. That's what happens when you're bilingual, bro. You know, you can you, pronounce. You are. You are a uh, cultured words. man. Thank you. Thank you. 
Uh, but yeah, so this is the same interview where he revealed that he had re-signed with WWE. Uh, and he mentioned, and there was a question, you know, why didn't this happen? Why didn't you guys receive or send in any videos? And the simple answer to it was that Ring of Honor didn't request it. They didn't reach out to them for any of the videos. You got guys like Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens, who are pretty much the biggest names that came out of Ring of Honor, that could have sent in a nice heartfelt video to Ring of Honor, but didn't. They didn't reach out to them. Um, and there were people on the internet and people commenting on social media that, oh, this is WWE's fault. They didn't let them do it. Fact of the matter is, they didn't reach out to them for any videos. What are your thoughts on this, Kevin? I had a big take about this at the time when this happened, and there are a lot of uh, you know popular figures on Twitter I saw kind of say things like this. I wouldn't say wrestling media, just the fandom, you know, popular fan accounts and stuff like that. They were popped up, and some that were even sent to me by my buddies who were just they're loyal to AEW. They loved Ring of Honor. They checked in at the end, and you know they say goodbye to it. Or at least that's what they think of it, right? They don't even think it's coming back. Uh, and they did this final battle show, which I thought was a tremendous send off to Ring of Honor as we know it. I thought it was a proper show. And you saw a lot of people kind of try out and do some different things. Very eventful. Uh, but something big about it was Brian Danielson was on it. CM Punk was on it. They cut promos. They were just promos that were reflective on their time in Ring of Honor. And everyone said, oh, well, where is Seth Rollins? He was Tyler Black. Where's Kevin Steen? You know, where is Sami Zayn on this? He was El Generico. Um, this settles it. This is from someone who would know what happened here. And this narrative, and I get it. WWE released a bunch of wrestlers. They're the nasty, bad, angry giant. Da, 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 da. That narrative does not frame reality because that narrative mm -hmm. is based in bias. You have a bias. You like to go on the internet and say something bad about something that isn't New Japan. I'm wearing a New Japan sweatshirt, right? That isn't this. That isn't that. Like it's, it's. We always talk about. It, we joke about it. it's tribalism. It's the Bullet Club, right? What is Bullet Club? Make fun of something else. It's trolling. With this, mm -hmm. I, this overzealous sense of, I know what's right, and look how bad and awful WWE is, and F this company. How many times have we heard that before? F this company in the last oh, year. Okay. I get it. They do some stuff on TV you don't like. It's not for you. It's not for you, dude who's in these 30s and 40s. <clears throat> they're trying to do something for someone who's 13 that they want to watch when they're in the 30s and 40s. All right? So this is one of those things. And also, WWE never got asked. No one at WWE got asked. One of I mean, those guys who would have been asked didn't get asked. Yeah. So, so where was the factual backing of WWE's mm -hmm. awful and they just mm -hmm. want to bury Ring exactly. of Honor? Come on, man. Come I on. I wouldn't have been surprised if Vince would have allowed them to do it. They would have. They've done. They've shared tape packages and stuff before and mm -hmm. worked together before. I would not have been surprised if they would have allowed at least um, – at least uh, Owens and and uh, and Rollins, um, maybe even Cesaro. Uh, Cesaro had a big uh, a big career in Ring of Honor as well. Uh, oh, you know, your Castagnoli. Yeah, I, I, I would have been. I, I would not have been surprised if Vince would have given his okay for that. Yeah, I'm sure he would have. Impact. I mean, Impact got gave their okay, and obviously you saw. Uh, AEW as well because I think Impact had guys like Eddie Edwards. I know I can't remember if anybody else like maybe Moose, maybe I can't remember, but a couple Impact guys were on there too. You guys want to get some questions out of here before we wrap up the show? We got some. Yeah. Let's, dive, let's dive into the comments. Anthony Manzano says, Jose, do you think Shane Taylor Promotions is the big faction from Nevada? 
uh, would be a perfect stable for WWE that could be the replacement for the Nation of Domination. Do you guys agree? Yes, they are a prominent stable built around African-American superstars. There was a moment on the final battle show where they featured the wonderful array of, of black talent and, w, and that, that WWE could come in and get or AEW could come and get. It was quite the moment. It was well, ta- it was well tailored there. Kenny King uh, and Shane Taylor, I thought, had the best match on Final Battle, by the way. Their mm-hmm. ladder match was incredible. That's the well, show. What do you think, Jose? I think Shane Taylor, that, that that whole stable, I think that would be a good fit in NXT 2.0, especially since we just lost Hit Row. We don't have like a prominent African-American faction right now, and I think we're definitely lacking that. Her business is kind of iffy right now because they they come out when they want to. They they do stuff when they want to. They're not really consistent with their hurt business. So I think WWE right now is really lacking a, 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 a fresh African-American uh, stable right now. And NXT 2.0 can use that. I'm kind of split on this because I would love to see uh, Shane get back with his old tag partner, Keith Lee. Uh, it, these guys, ta- mm. these guys tagged before they were even known, uh, in ring of honor. I, I saw them, I saw them in a, uh, a, a opening match at, in Dallas at Supercard of honor that wasn't televised. And they were, they were, they weren't even known at the time. Uh, you know, I'd love to see maybe Keith Lee join Shane Taylor promotions and, and they kind of foin- f- form a joint stable somewhere. Uh, you know, obviously that would not be WWE. On the flip side of it, I wouldn't mind them going to NXT either. I, I could see them flourishing there as well. Uh, then they could probably, uh, you know, feud with several factions that you got already built down there. Uh, you know, but I, I would personally, I want to see kind of have them form a partnership with Keith Lee somewhere and uh, wreak havoc in, in a promotion. Stephen Chambers asks, who's joining Malachi Black in All Elite Wrestling? Seeing the AEW sign, uh, signing uh, Brody King. Brody King it's him. It's, I think it's, you answered your own it, question, Stephen. Brody King. Wow. That, <laughs> I think it's Brody definitely King. Definitely him. Uh, that is a, a given right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brody King will be a big star for All Elite Wrestling. A perfect fit, too. I think he's the, one of those characters that would make complete sense. They need some more dynamic big men in the mix with Lance Archer on the mend. Uh, and other talent just not there. Uh, t- Tony Frawley says, uh, do you think almost an AJ Styles will food? Well, here's the thing. We brought this up. They broke up last night for sure. We're going to get a match between almost and Styles. And it looks like this is ahead of time. Multiple sources reporting that there was plans to break this tag team up. They've been together since well before last year's WrestleMania. It's a long, long time for a team where many people thought this was just done to get almost along. Styles, a big star, helping him. Uh, and now that is the case, and it looks like you could free up both men for different things going into WrestleMania season. I think almost could play a good mid-card role but while you develop him and, and put the seasoning on him. I think he got what he could get out of the pairing with Styles. Let's get Styles in some fun, exciting singles matches. You know, Let's get him back to being a big star. This is WWE. You can have big stars that kind of find their way down the card and do something to help somebody out. Styles did his time down the card. Let's get him back up the card. I think you can get Styles there. He's convincing. Even if he ends up on the bad end of this thing with almost, you have a couple of good promos. You get one or two good matches before the Royal Rumble. And now we're talking about him, you know, being one of those top four or five guys in that men's Rumble match at the end of January. It's going to be exciting, man. I think uh, the uh, the first quarter of 2022 for all, not just WWE. I just think just in, in professional wrestling in general, independent AEW, WWE, Everything that's good is going to be an exciting first quarter of 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know how uh, long they're going to go with this uh, with uh, 
with Almas and AJ. Um, I would assume it's going to extend further to next week. I would assume they may have a match at day one or at the Royal Rumble, or uh, they'll clash at the Rumble and then maybe have the final match at, at whatever pay-per-view is going to take place. Fast lane, probably. Yeah, whatever. I mean, they haven't announced any pay-per-views at in between the Rumble and Mania, but uh, whatever they got in between those, maybe have a blow-off. I don't, I don't see it ending next week just because of how long they were together. It's interesting. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you. No, it's interesting though because that they're, that they're pulling the trigger on this so early. Because when I'm looking at Omos, right, even though that the guy's like seven foot four, he's he's a huge guy, comes across on TV as this just you know larger than life character, which he is. Mm-hmm. But you can tell from from us guys working in the locker room, being backstage, the guy's not all there when it comes to being you know performing like even him just trying to drop that little few word of a promo he messed up it wasn't very good on it so i think he still needs a little bit more time before he he goes full-blown solo but that's just my opinion Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's jump into this next one here i want to get this question on from supersonic x what are your thoughts on bianca belair pulling off the kod on a much larger performer uh dewdrop aka piper niven uh this was super impressive uh, I Amazing. thought this was the match of the night for Raw. I thought Raw had a for a three hour show. This was a good show. Like it had some good things, stuff that was bad. Raw, was bad. Raw is slowly creeping up to becoming the A show again, man. Yeah, they got it's, it's WrestleMania season. I think there's some things that they've had that are just waiting on, you know. But who knows here? Uh, and she got a hell of a reaction too when when she got Piper up. That crowd in Milwaukee was oh, and you always that when a big person takes a big bump like that, that spot but, might make the intro. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. It was really, really impressive. Uh, I got to interview Bianca Belair and talk to her about things just like that. Uh, that interview is up now on our YouTube channel. Go and subscribe. You cannot get that on Facebook. You can only get that on our YouTube channel. Uh, and that is also up if you want the audio version. It's up on uh, our most recent episode of Inside Cradle in the podcast feed as well. Uh, super impressive. Bianca Belair, this puts her right back in the mix. She's done now with Piper Niven. This is kind of like a holdover program. Are we talking about her at Royal Rumble again? Possibly, man. Right. I think uh, I think you can't discard the <laughs> fact that she, you know, besides beyond uh, besides Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan, she's right up there in that in that title picture. You can't put her past it. So I think uh, it, I think she might gun for a back to back to, you know, two back to back Royal Rumble wins. If yeah. not, if not, um, if Liv Morgan fails at day one. I don't see I don't see how Liv Morgan wins the Royal Rumble. I mean, I think Bianca Belair is a heavy favorite. Yeah, plus you got a, a factor in. You may uh, possibly get uh, Oscar back by then. You may get you may get a surprise with Ronda Rousey as well. Bailey may be ahead of schedule, so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different options they can go with uh, at the Royal Rumble, or they could make history because they've never had <laughs> any woman win two in a row. I'm going to try and sneak in two more questions here. I'll take this one here from Anthony. Do you guys think eventually they might have Braun Breaker with his unlimited credenza leading a stable in NXT down the road? Well, he kind of already did that, like a like a temporary one of the new guys at the most recent War Games. I think there's so the, the sky's the limit with this guy, and this guy's wrestled less than 50 times. Think about that. He's and I think less he's getting than 50 called up. matches. I think he's getting called up in 2022. Yeah. I think so too. It wouldn't surprise me. I, I would be surprised if he didn't get a run with the NXT title before he did. I, I guarantee you he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. 
It wouldn't surprise me here. Oh, uh, I, oh I'm I, sorry. I, I want to get that. Uh, where, where's that? Where's that where, where, CRC question here? I didn't. I didn't mean to grab that one. I know. You know he's just. He's just saying, uh, Jose G. Don't let Russo hear you say that about Raw. He's not <laughs> high on Raw. I think Raw is improving slowly. I agree with you, but yeah, but that's his gimmick. <laughs> that's his, exactly. That's his, that's his on-screen persona bro, is to bro, trash bro. bro. It's about bro. characters. It's breaking, about characters. Uh, breaking news. Little bit of breaking news. Not major bam, breaking bam, news. Bam, but, bam, bam, bam. but holy crap. Uh, GCW at the Hammerstein Ballroom for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Jonathan Gresham and Blake Christian, formerly known as Trey Baxter in NXT. That match is going to be amazing. And that show has been sold out for weeks too. So that's me. Yeah, Hammerstein. Yep, that's January twenty third. Just announced for the ROH Championship. Wow. Uh, let's get to this one before we get out. We get asked this pretty often, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, we he's been out of the picture since July. Is it July? We haven't seen him, or at least had you know yeah. major news about him. Yeah. Uh, we understand that uh, Wyndham Rotunda, formerly known as Bray Wyatt, one of the most asked about wrestlers we have. He rarely performs on screen, right? But we get asked more about him than some other people. You know where AEW's CM Punk is now? That's a done story. That was the biggest story of, of the year. The other one now, going into 2022, is where's Bray Wyatt? Uh, the latest we know is there is no rush for him to get back into a wrestling position. Uh, that is the most recent, uh, you know, scuttlebutt. Uh, and then at the same time, you have this guy who's reportedly working on television projects and film things and has been seen on, you know, sound stages at Warner Brothers. So what is next for Bray Wyatt? I've been saying this for months, guys. I've been saying it on this very show. I've been saying it for months. And I'm going to say it again to all of you guys that are watching us live. Do not expect Bray Wyatt in professional wrestling in the next year. He's busy in Hollywood. He's doing big Hollywood things now. All right? He's going to be the face of horror in 2022, 2023, maybe 2024. All right? Don't expect him back in a ring. He ain't coming back. He ain't going, going to AEW. If mm-hmm. he's coming back to pro wrestling, in my opinion, and I've been and I've been right a lot of times on the show, he's coming back to WWE. Yeah, I, I, um, the the great thing about him not rushing back is it, it'll be a surprise when he does come back. I do think he's going to wrestle in twenty twenty two. I don't know where. I could, I could see, I could see AEW. I could see Impact. I could see WWE. So, um, you know, I think he is going to wrestle sometime this year. And the and uh, the fact that he waited for that ninety days to pass without showing up anywhere just uh, gives him more the leverage to make a surprise somewhere next year. I don't know if I want to answer this question here. I really don't. I mean, know if we I might as well because of NBA and NFL changing stuff. I mean, might as yep. well get into it before we head out. If you follow sports, uh, the NHL recently put an entire pause on all games as more than 15% of the National Hockey League is under COVID safety protocols. You've been seeing this with different fluctuations more and more in the NFL and the NBA, but just tonight we saw, you know, almost three or four NFL games get delayed by four or five days just to make sure everyone was out of the COVID window and quarantine just fine. Uh, you, this is a serious problem in the NBA. My Chicago Bulls had to postpone two games because they couldn't even field a team because you had so many guys under COVID protocols. Mind you, COVID protocols doesn't mean that person has COVID. It means they were exposed and we need to wait out the time in which to see whether or not they are uh, actually infected. So I understand this. This is when you have this in big waves, like we've been having in the United States now with Omicron, uh, you have this now also WWE protective of who does and doesn't have it and how they do that with their crews. 
testing is still a major, major thing there. All like, wrestling is still very, very serious about testing. Um, but now the problem is, can you run these events in all these different cities that WWE and All Elite Wrestling want to go to, your major two televised promotions in the United States? Can they do that? You know, Impact still staying down in the soundstage, controlling the environment. All right. A few fans show up. Maybe they know. <clears throat> I think you can actually do that now. Impact is in a, a they're, like in terms of feasibility with running through the pandemic, they figure this out or they just go back to no fans. Right. Yeah. Um, is WWE going to go back to the Thunderdome? I certainly hope not. Um, I could see them going back to some version of what they were doing with the Performance Center, uh, where you have limited fans, you have casted fans as they've had, you have tested fans. You know, they have a little bit of an operation there. Also, the Thunderdome isn't cheap. <laughs> it's not. Rubber, I, it's not. It's not cheap to run that either. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think it's going to go back to the Thunderdome, and this is why. This recent variant has driven a lot of people to get. The, uh, especially the Delta variant, but then the, this recent variant too, has driven a lot more people to get the the vaccination. Mm -hmm. And the numbers are starting to, at least locally here, uh, they finally lifted a mask mandate that is that got put back into place in August. Um, because finally numbers of, of uh, hospitalizations... And you're in Omaha, correct? We, Lincoln. We wanna, yeah, Lincoln. Yeah, Lincoln, um, Omaha. Yeah. Different story here in Florida, man. Yeah, yeah. so the numbers have dropped. The, they, He's the, out west. You're in the wild west. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. East Coast, but you're still in the wild west. Yeah, the report came out that the hospitalizations have dropped sharply uh, now this mm -hmm. month, and and uh, the number of percentage of people that are vaccinated has also increased sharply. So uh, there's a combination of the two that has kind of shown that, the, at least in this part of the nation, that the the trend yeah. is changing. Yeah, uh, I want to shout out here Florida, before though, we sign problem, off. Yeah, go, go ahead, ahead. Go, go ahead, buddy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like, the problem here in Florida is like we're like the 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 tourist capital of the world, right? So we get people from all over the world that just literally come to visit Orlando and so, spread yeah, everything. Right? It, it literally, dude, because it was like two weeks ago. Oh, the first one was reported in, in California. Two yeah. weeks now, it's pretty much in every single state. So, yeah. Um, I want to shout out Thomas Belair. Tommy watches our shows all the time. I interact with Tommy online. He's a very, very good man uh, from, from the Mid-Atlantic. Tommy's saying COVID is no joke. I'm suffering from it right now. Trouble breathing. Uh, Tommy adding, I've been vaccinated. Still got it. Was in the hospital. When I was there, they gave me antibodies. Tommy, we're rooting for you. Um, we know some other people that are in the similar spot as you. Uh, it's worth noting that does, that shouldn't stop anyone from being vaccinated. Uh, if, if you have the vaccine, that is your proverbial bulletproof vest, but it is a vest. doesn't give you complete coverage, but it'll help you stay out of the hospital, or at least have more serious cases. But that isn't everyone. Our very own Greg Bush, who's a writer for Sports Kita, suffered greatly. Was was hospitalized after having, I believe, partially vaccinated. Vaccinated. Some of our degree. staff in India also. They yeah, have, uh, they and uh, you know, and yeah. and it's just it's no joke, guys. I know. I, I at the same time, you know, we work in a world where we want wrestling in stadiums and arenas, and we want WrestleMania back and all those different things. I work in live comedy, and this isn't political. Just be aware of it. Like, I think being aware of it, if we can't convince you to get a vaccine, take a test. You know, you can buy a test for COVID now as easy as you could buy paper towels. They you know what I mean? Like they, they're sending out free tests. Yeah. A lot of different areas where you can get them. Yeah. Uh, there's some places where you can go and pick them up for free. Uh, so, so get them, especially before the holidays. You know, if you're going to be meeting up with your family, 
just take care of each other. Just be empathetic. And, and also, I think at wrestling shows, be aware of this, too. I don't think it's bad to wear a mask to a wrestling show. Uh, and I understand that. And it's fair to the performers and fair, fair to the ring crew and all those different people that have to be there and go home to their families as well. All right, guys, we will uh, be back tomorrow. We will have a little bit of a adjusted schedule near the end of the week with the holiday and everything like that. Uh, a reminder, we have a bunch of cool holiday content up on our channel. I did some Christmas shorts. I got to talk about Santa Claus. All right. The one Christmas where Stone Cold stunned Santa. And I just put up the top five best Stone Cold moments. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. What? 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 Uh, I, I had someone. One beer. One beer. Two, two beers. beers. Three beers. Two beer. Three bears. <laughs> Three bears. See, it's, so, it's so much fun. Everyone can do a stone cold. Everyone can do a stone cold. Subscribe to Sports Gear Wrestling. We went over our time. Maybe we'll get an email about it, but I think he still had fun, right? We'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> we'll I'll be fine. We'll be uh, Tommy, get well. If you're watching, Tommy, we hope you're doing well. On the men, we have a lot of content. And, you know, for us just chatting about wrestling makes your day a little bit better than we've achieved our mission. All right. Uh, follow all of us on the Twitter machines. I'm at Kev Kellum. He's at Jose underscore G underscore official. You can follow JB Bennett at JB Huskers and follow Sports Key to Wrestling. If you haven't done that already, go ahead and follow Sports Key to Wrestling. Jose, you'll be busy tomorrow, I believe, with a very uh, a very eventful edition of the debrief after AEW yes, Dynamite. Sir. Yes, sir. It is the Christmas episode of the debrief. Rico and myself are going to be covering NXT and AEW Dynamite. So join us for a nice Holly full and jolly full episode of the debrief here on Sports Keto Wrestling tomorrow. Jeremy, are you you and I going to disagree on things here moving forward on, on different episodes? We're still going to be yelling at each other about something, right? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I, I uh, yeah, I got a five day weekend starting now, so ooh, kick it off the weekend ah, early. Boing, boing, boing. Yeah. If I know that, that's karaoke in the middle of the week for Jeremy. That's uh, that tomorrow is. and Thursday, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Thank you guys so much for supporting the channel. Remember, we hope you have a happy holiday. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Get your shots. Take your test. Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is what, gentlemen? Enjoy it. You must enjoy wrestling. Enjoy yeah. It. Yeah. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Watch out!